You are now tuned in to the official podcast of the foundation. So sit back, relax, and get ready to enjoy the show. <laughs> Welcome to the foundation. It is George, truly the incredible DJ battle in the building. And as you can see, man, we got a full house in here tonight, man. We we just full up in here, man. But you know how I always start up. I like to start it up in the three one three. Max Black, what's going on up there, man, in the Motor City? Oh, where was that came out? All of a sudden, <laughs> it's thirty degrees. People butt naked out here like it had uh, Virginia Beach, man. Hey man, it's crazy, man. We know how to get it. Oh wow, wow, man, that's crazy, man. Imagine that thirty degrees of heat wave. Oh wow. So <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna take it on over to the Hoosier State, man. Is it is it a heat wave over there too? Man, it was like sixty six today. You feel me? So but it's windy though. So the sixty six more like a fifty four. You know what I mean? It's kind of a 54-ish, but it's been nice the last couple of days. So, yeah, we above temperatures, and we still pretty much the uh, our numbers is coming down, and everything is cool, but summertime is around the come. Oh, man, that's always good to know, man. So, yeah, man, we're going to uh, take it on over to the great state of Texas. Hook them horns. What's going on, Kathy? Hey, how's everybody? Um it is windy over here, but it's 76 degrees, and it is like an overcast, but it's nice. A lot of people are out, so blessed to be here. All right, all right. That's what we're talking about. And now we're going to take it on over back here to NC. We got a special guest in the house, everybody. His name is David Jones. He's an author. He has a new book out. But, man, go ahead and speak to the people, David. Hey, hey. Well, first of all, uh, thank you for welcoming me uh, on your show. Uh, my, my nephew, my dude, Chris Battle, I, I love you, man. I love, you know, I love your family. Uh, you know how I feel about, uh, feel about you. Uh, big shout out to Detroit. Big shout out to Indianapolis. Big shout out to Houston. And uh, I'm just happy to be here. I'm, I'm right in Raleigh, uh, born and bred in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. Um, and I'm just happy to be here to be able to, to share some of, some of the things that have uh, been on my heart for a long time. All right, all right, all right. Well, that's where we at with it, man. So, yeah, man, I appreciate it, man, uh, for you being on. Definitely we going to disclaimer time right about now. Hey, basically letting you guys know that, hey, it's just a couple kings, uh, quite a few kings up here. We got the queen up here. We're just here sharing our ideas, and um, we don't want no legal issues, no problems. Why is that, Max Black? Entertainment only, baby. Entertainment only. Entertainment only. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man, we're gonna we're gonna jump straight into it, man. We're gonna we're gonna talk to David, man. He has a brand new book he could talk about, and then we're gonna jump into some uh, some relationship topics. But we're gonna we're gonna dive into him first, and he could talk about himself, um, how he got to this point, and 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 basically, you know, about his book and and what people can take away from it. So, so I let you have the flow, DJ. All right. Uh, well, look, I appreciate it again. Uh, first, the name of my book is The Vow. Um, and it's, it's a book about marriage. It's a covenant of God. And the vow, I came up with that title because it's, I, I took the letters victory over whatever. You know, so the vow. You know, when we get married, it's pretty much the only time we take a vow. Sometimes we take oaths when we, you know, become a judge or different things. But you don't take a vow to be a brother. You don't take a vow to be a son. You don't take a vow to be anything other than to be a spouse in most cases. But what I found 
is that we don't take it seriously. We really don't listen to the words we say in that vow. Um, there's nothing in that vow about how much you need to like your spouse. You know, I've seen people uh, divorce or break <laughs> over a hangnail, right? Uh, uh, just over the smallest things. And what I decided to do uh, was to was to write about it. My wife and I, Shanetta, we've been married uh, 26 years, 11 months, and nine days. Uh, so yeah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. congrats. Yeah, oh, my and. Uh, now, I'll tell you, I'll tell you out the gate, it's, it hadn't all been joyous. It hadn't all been uh, peaches and cream. Uh, it, it's, 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 had, it's, it's had thorns in it, right? And so the first chapter that I talk about uh, is a chapter of commitment mm -hmm. uh, because there's a lack of commitment in relationships. Uh, and so let me back up and, and just talk about how I came about writing the book. I wrote about it because I there was some indiscretion on my behalf in our marriage. You know, okay. so I'm just going to be 100. Yeah. Um, was it entanglement? Entanglement? I fell in willingly. You know, now that's, that's, we, and, and the thing is, you know, one of the things I talk about in, in the book is how we tend to blame things, you know, and I don't know if you, you know, in, in, the, in the book of Genesis, when, when, when uh, Adam, you know, transcended, he said, he said to God, it's the woman you gave me. He, so he, not, he, he blamed her, you know, for something he did. Yeah, right. And we tend to do that. We tend to, someone calls us out, we got every excuse why it's somebody else's fault. Well, it's time to take ownership of where we are. You're where you are by the decisions you made, period, end of story. We can blame all the outside sources, but it really is about our decisions. And so I had to own up and man up to my decisions. I had a wife who was there with me, who has been with me and, and, and was able to withstand those things. So one of the first things I talk about is commitment. I think that's very important. Uh, the next chapter I, I really discuss is about communication. Um, what I found is uh, couples really don't communicate much. And what I love about what Chris is doing, what you guys are doing is you're having dialogue, right? You're, you're discussing things, you're discussing ideas, you're discussing things that, that's on your mind. And believe it or not, couples don't do that that much. You know, you both, you both work, you both come home, you're both tired, you, you, you pretty much work or live to work, right? You, you live just to go to work, to sleep, to go and do the same thing, and there's no dialogue. Next thing you know, you don't even know who the, who the person is in your home, right? Mm -hmm. and, 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 and so that's a real thing. That's a real thing. And this is why people are like, oh, gosh, I don't know her anymore. I don't know him anymore. And then they, they let it go. To do what? Go find someone else who they're going to do the same thing with. Yep. Uh, it may seem new and it may seem cool for a while, but guess what? The, the only constant is you. <laughs> you're going to be the constant. Whenever it's a bad thing, you have to look. Why is it always that you're in the middle of it? You know? And so we have to take ownership of that. So that's one of the things I talk about communication. I talk about romance. The importance of romance in a relationship, you know, uh, that's very important because it can get dull and get old. Uh, guys sometimes think they come home from work. Hey, uh, let's do this. And, and, and uh, the woman, you know, you need to. My wife says this. She says she says to me, how does she say it? Uh, romance begins long before penetration. Oh, there it is. Facts. Right. Facts. 
Yeah, man, it, I, I, I rocks with you right now, dog. I rock. It, it, it starts. It starts with the mom. She she talks about how. Hey, why don't you just help me with some chores? Why help me with this? And that opens me up for things later on. You know, we just think, hey, come on, let, let's go. You know, I put, ah. I put on some cologne, you know, you know, and they're like, nah, nah. So it's not about that. So opening up is not about the physical. It's about the mental. Mm -hmm. Right. So we talk about that. We talk about laughter. I talk about the fact that when you're in a marriage or whatever, you take everything so seriously. Bills are going to be there every month. Everything yep. is happening. Everything's piling up on you and everything. is so no one stops and laughs. It's very tough to laugh and be upset at the same time, right? So, and, it, and scripture talks about laughter is like a medicine to the soul. And so what we need to do is be able to find fun things. We don't, we don't all take it too seriously. Guess what? That bill that you're complaining about is going to be there tomorrow. Sure is. Right? And sure. so are you going to let, and my wife says this a lot. She's like, it's amazing how finances control people's mood, 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 uh, mood. They can be happy when they have a lot. And you can tell how they are, uh, if they got something in their pocket, about how they act. They all get it. Thanks, Ty. Right, right? You know, watch, watch what's happening with these refunds. You know, people going to be skipping through the mall, right? Uh, but, but the bills are still there. So the, so the bottom line is to, and I talk about integrity. I talk about truth, trust, you know, and trials. There are going to be trials in a relationship. What are you going to do about it? You're going to face them or you're going to fold? You know, you're going to be bitter or you're going to be better? What are you going to do? The decision is yours. And so that's what the vow is all about in a nutshell. Uh, it took me 10 years to write. And I tell people it took me 10 years to write because I had to live out what I was writing. I was writing things and I wasn't even living it out. And it was like, how can I, how can I put this out until I feel that I'm living out what I'm writing? And so, that listen, I'm still a work in progress. You know, uh, I, I still don't have the same indiscretions that I had before, for sure. But the bottom line is that doesn't mean they stop. They don't stop trying to present themselves. Right. You yeah. just have to put yourself in a position not to be around that. So that's essentially what it's about. Uh, I've had a lot of people call me and tell me about, hey, I was going through this in my marriage. Jeanette and I, we were talking to couples that were coming to our house years ago and they were just always like man what is it that you guys doing i'm like i don't know what y'all think y'all see but we got problems too right <laughs> but but what they did see was there was going to be unity they they wanted to see us yelling at each other they wanted to see all this drama um yeah. and we made a we made a point this is very key not to do that in front of your children yes yes yeah feel yeah. Me? Feel me? yeah they don't need to hear that intense fellowship so you we want to call it you know uh, and so we have to be, you have to use some discretion as to how you do that. And so um, those are some of the things the book is about. I'm excited about it. You know, I've had over, you know, I think I dropped it in September and um, had a, a few hundred sales on it so far. I hadn't like, you know, I hadn't really been on Facebook promoting it, but people say they like it. And, you know, my thing is if it helps one couple stay together, because this is another thing. If you break up a couple, you can break up other parts of the, the household. It starts at the top, right? And then it works itself down. It may, it may affect the child. It may affect someone else. And I grew up in a house. I'm the youngest of eight children, but my mother wasn't with my father, um, and both of them are now deceased. But uh, in my neighborhood, it was normal not to see a husband and wife. It was, I would say, out of, I can name 20 of my friends, I can think of three that probably had both in the household. 
it was just a norm not to see that. And we just, Brace that's you. what it is, you know? Yeah. Uh, and that cycle, I wanted to make sure that cycle didn't continue in my life. I, I, and I will tell you, and I talk about it up front. I wasn't ready to be married when I got married. I wasn't financially ready. I wasn't physically ready, spiritually. Most, I was nothing. But I knew that I had to be responsible. I had to take ownership. I had a lovely wife. Um, and I had children that were coming. And I had to make sure that I was going to be there and be steadfast. And, uh, you know, 26 years later, three children, two that are married and, and doing very well. And I have a, one that will be 14 on, in seven days. Uh, we're abundantly blessed, you know, so, um, but I have to thank my wife for, for sticking with me through those times that she could have easily said peace, you know, so that's my story, man. And I just hope that, you know, people just embrace whatever, fit, this is the thing, whatever problems you have in a, in a, in a relationship, it's not the end all be all. I mean, obviously if there's some abuse and some things that are crazy, of course, I wouldn't tell anyone to stay. Hey, go go get beat down. No, but I'm saying if it's not that, if you, if it's just over petty things, listen. I, I I lost three friends last week, just last week. I went to funeral two Saturdays in a row and we lost someone else. You ask yourself, whatever you're fussing about, is it that serious? You know, that's what you have to compare it to life and say, is it that serious, or can can you just take a pass on it? And one of the other things I talk about, now I'll stop. About, you good. You good. About the times we have these discussions or these arguments. Men, we never win the argument. Don't, don't try. Even if you are winning the argument or if you think your point is valid, you don't win anything. There's no prize after that. You know, I, I told you. Yeah, I won't. Okay, what did, what did you win? What? And die on the couch. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> you, you don't win anything. And, and, and you know, it's, it's, it's not that important. Listen, you can get your point across in another way. And guess what? Be humble enough to say when you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Be humble enough to apologize. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with it? You were talking about your spouse. Why can't you apologize? Or why, what's wrong with it? Uh, isn't, forget that one-up stuff or whatever. And that's what we, you know, the men, we'll talk, oh, we, I can't let them get me. Not listen, those days are gone. Uh, and I'm not saying not be strong, but I'm just saying we don't have to win everything, you know. And so that's my piece, man. Uh, that's, that's, that's just the book in a nutshell. Uh, I have things about roles in the marriage, about, like, there, there are no designated roles. For instance, the dishes that need to be washed, they don't care if a female was touching them or a male was touching them. They just want to be clean, right? That's it. And, you know, the, the grass does not put away. care. Yeah, put them away. Do something. And if you got walk, if you walk by them and you see them, that's on you, right? I mean, so so, and, and we we've been talking. Oh, I don't do that. She does that. But you eat, right? I mean, so it's just those things right there. If it, if you see that it needs to be done. Do it. And also, I just have to say this. I, I, I talk about people in church, and I'm done after this, Chris, for real. Oh, you good. You good. That's, this, this, this is what this is about right here. You, you know, this is, hey, keep going. Go. Go so with it. I talk about, you know, being in, in church and seeing how guys, and I used, to, I used to serve in ministry, and I did a lot of stuff, but I, I talked about how guys are so much following their pastor. You know, they, 
carrying their Bible, you know, doing all this, and, and, like Johnny on the spot. And, I, and I'm like, if your wife asks you to take the trash out and you give her a talk back, but the pastor call you and say, can you be here and do that? You're out of order if you, if you go do that. Your house is your first ministry. If you ain't taking care of your house first, whatever you do outside, is, it doesn't matter. Your house, and, and I've seen, I've seen how ministry can pull people away. They like that line like, listen, a Bible ain't so heavy that someone needs to carry the Bible for a pastor. Well, what's so, what's so heavy about it? But yet, we have, I, I've seen it. Get my water. Get this. Uh, warm up my car. Dude, I promise you, I've seen it. But you ask, the wife asks you to do the very same thing. Girl, come on now. What? That's so, paying me, though. What's that? Pastor's gonna pay me though. Yeah, he said, Pastor's gonna pay him. That's what I'm saying. Pastor's paying Attaboy. That's gonna be a business. And he needs just me. Yeah, and so I'd rather get paid for my spouse. Trust and believe. I'd rather get I'd rather get but no, uh it's it's just make sure your things are in order. Make sure your house is in order. Before you try to work on someone else, that's that's that was my point about that. So that's that's my spiel, man, about it. I'm excited. Uh, and again, we're at a time where it's very easy for people to say. I, I can't tell. I just talked to one of my frat brothers last night. He's in Maryland, and he was you talking. Are yeah. yeah. Come on. <laughs> okay. Don't get me started. Okay. Man. Don't get me like, started. Don't stop the yard now. Ego first. Yeah, ego first. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so, matter of fact, here's a book right here. Uh, Activist entrepreneur, right? Walt Douglas, Detroit, Detroit first dealership, black dealership, Ford Avis, uh, lives in Southfield. Uh, went to North Carolina Central University. Real good book. But when you when you talked about three one three, I had to. I was thinking about it. But um, he was just telling me, my my, my frat brother was just telling me. 10 years ago, he had two children and his wife just came and said, I just can't do this anymore. He's like, what you talking about? She's like, I, I, I don't want to be married anymore. No reason. No reason. He's taking care of his family, doing what he needs to do. The children went with him. One of the children was at Cornell right now. The girl, she plays basketball for Cornell. And the other one's about to graduate. The son is about to graduate. He's at every one of their games. But... The, 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 the level of commitment is nil in society. If I don't like it, if I wake up the wrong side of that and we say it's good, it's good, then my vow didn't mean nothing. So to death do his part, don't say that. Don't say it in your vow if you don't mean it because I can't think of what else that means other than until we're not here, right? Unless I'm missing something. But, so they need to they need to like uh, do a custom vow like for, I mean, for, for good or for good. Yeah. Oh, I've huh? heard. I've heard it. Yeah. I've heard someone say uh, for better or for better. I've heard someone say that they didn't. They wouldn't say for worse. I was in the wedding as a groomsman, and she said for better or for better. Oh wow! Yeah, straight up. And she was honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, that's what I, that's what I that's what I surmised. It's a contract. That's their contract. contract. Hey, that's what they're saying. Hey, she let it be known. You know? <laughs> but, I mean, I, she had to put some thought in that. But the bottom line is, um, it's, it's, it's more than that. I mean, we do it and we say, and then we, at the end we say, so help me God. 
So oh, wow. we, we, we do this. I mean, even when I see, even in the in the Bible itself, it says we should take oaths. It's in the book of Matthew. But yet, when you're in the courtroom, they put their hand on the on a Bible and raise their hand and then continue to lie after that. It means nothing, you know, so don't do it, you know. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, man, that's what it's about. I'm excited again about it because uh, I've gotten some, some pretty good feedback and you know, we'll, we'll see what we'll see what happens. But that's my spill, man. I appreciate you giving me some time to, to share. Oh, with you. oh, oh man, appreciate it, appreciate it, man. So I'm looking at some of the comments up here, and um, copy one these days. Huh? It's still a copy. Oh yeah, De definitely hold the book up for him again too, so they can see. You know, I think it is available. It is available in um on all, all um platforms, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on Amazon. It's on uh, Shiro Publishing. Yeah, I think it's. Pardon? You said you said thirty nine ninety nine. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> you might, might cut it up. If you get two of them, you can get two for for uh, for sixty dollars in the fish plate. In the fish plate, but um, but yeah, man. That's some oil. You said some oil with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm looking at. I'm looking at some of the comments, you know, uh, Ink Dropper says, uh, you know, so relationships inspire your writing. Well, this particular piece, I think it's safe to say yes. Um, I, um, yeah. If you want me to answer that. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the relation, I, I don't have this book written if I'm not in a relationship because all the material that, that I write about comes from being in a, in a relationship. So, yes, it was direct inspiration. Oh, yeah. No fantasy Ireland. No, 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 but then I start working. I, I, I got a job in pharmaceutical sales. I'm traveling life, to different life. states. Yeah, yada, yada. Life. Excuses. But quite frankly, they were excuses because my wife would say, you had time to watch that ESPN. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, so she was on your top. Ooh. So basically, what, what I, you know what? I got to say, I, I, can, I appreciate what you're saying. And I mean, my life has been, I got a lot of similar experiences as far as being in the ministry and all of that stuff and behind the scenes. I'm a PK too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I done seen from, really? yeah, you know, <laughs> at the annual conferences to, you know, small country, <laughs> hey, you know, uh, quadrennials, the whole stango. I done been to already know. <laughs> so, you know, I can dig it. Right. Um, but the main thing is, like you said, taking accountability. I, that's what I respect out of primarily everything that you said, taking accountability. Because I believe in saying what I mean and meaning exactly what I say, regardless sure. of what the consequence or outcome may be. You know, because we make choices. Everything in life is a choice. The only choice you cannot make is to blink and breathe. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about his perspective, the book being of a man that lived the story, which is first person. So everybody reading it would be in second. So I'm saying from the context of where he's coming from with the book, that's what I'm regarding. The other stuff, that's just randomness of life. So chaos theory, that type shit. So, but taking the accountability, I, I respect that. You know what I'm saying? And saying that, 
And uh, unfortunately, there's I got 16 years. You know, I'm, I'm new to it still. You know what I mean? Uh, but it's been some good. It's been some bad. She right on the other side of the wall. She on the, in the things. You know what I mean? So uh, I believe in the only thing that I still kind of feel like if we keep all the way transparent, keep it all the way a buck with everything, there has to be designated roles because first of all, in Genesis, like you said, at the end of chapter two, see the misconception that I found with one of the teachings in the church is that Adam was separated from Eve at the time of the deception, quote unquote, when she took the fruit. But the scriptures say that she took the fruit and yeah, turned and yeah. gave it to her husband, Adam, who was with her. That's right. you know what I'm saying. So that means I like what you said. Adam pointed the finger. I say the first three things happened when Adam and Eve first time another dude slid up on, on a man and his old lady. The right. first time that the old lady gave the other dude some time in the presence of her man. Right. And then the first time that a nigga snitched. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Them, things right. them three things happened. The serpent right. slid up. Adam was walking with Eve in the garden. Right. And we go back to chapter two and find out that Eve wasn't made when Yahweh gave Adam mm -hmm. the, the charge of what right. not to eat. She wasn't here yet. Right. You know That's what right. I'm saying? So That came later. That's right. Yeah, simple things like that, you know, that change the perspective. So perspective and perception to me create and dictate reality. That's why each everybody's synonymous, but we're separate. You know what I'm saying? So I like that and I appreciate and I salute you for that, bro, because it's, it's very rare to hear other men standing up and truly taking accountability in that kind of fashion. So I respect that. Appreciate that. Let me tell you, let me tell you something else. Um, just to add to that, I, um, I was, I was, I was giving excuses for a long time because I was headed to law school. So I take the law school admissions test in, in over at Duke University, February 1994. My girlfriend is pregnant in March. We get married April 1st. Change the game. So my law school was no, no longer priority. So for a long time, my story about not being in law school, oh man, I, had to get married, had to be, it was weak. It was, I, I heard myself saying, and I was like, that's weak. You mean to tell me you're saying you can't be an attorney or be going to law school because you get married? I have three line brothers who are physicians who walk across the stage with their children. So that, that took my argument totally, you know. Wait, that's gone. <laughs> like, yeah, that's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's weak you know we have this thing excuses are tools of the incompetent which build monuments of nothingness you know so anyone who chooses to lean on those you know there, there's and so I had to take the responsibility and as I guess what what greater responsibility is there than to be a father than to be a, a, a husband and to do the right thing this is it's an honor it's an honor to see my children and to not miss a day, to be there with them, to watch every step, to be there to cut the cold. All I was there, you know, that, that's, that's a beautiful thing. And uh, so, yeah, and it starts with us taking the responsibility of whatever actions there are that we had, you know, people are like, oh man, you trap or whatever. No, and what I say about traps, T-R-A-P, temporary rendezvous and pleasure. That's what a trap is. Temporary, and that's what the world tries to get you involved in, a temporary rendezvous and pleasure. It makes, it's almost like a mirage. 
It looks so much better out there. I tell people, people always think the grass is green on the other side. You know why? Because they don't water their own. Water mm. their own grass. Mm. Watch how green that becomes, right? But we're looking at someone else's grass while, while ours is a drought. We're not taking care of home, but it's plush over there, right? Puffers don't know we got water spigots on the side of the house. Well, sure. <laughs> sure. You hear me? Let alone a house, a house. <laughs> right. It's, it's right there. They, they connect with the forest. And so it's, 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 it's realizing what we have. It's a book called Acres of Diamonds. It talks about that very thing. People are going all out looking for something, and it's right under the house. The diamonds are right Fast. here where you are. You know, so... Yeah, I appreciate that. But yeah, that's 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 where I am with it, you know, and 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 it's not over. Yeah. It's not over, yeah. right? It it continues. So Everything. do you do you do like any youth work, any work with young men, anything like that? I used to. You know, the fraternity, we, we do some things. We have this program called uh Noble Aspirations where we we, we uh tutor kids uh, okay. out of high school, help them get scholarships and things like that. I'm not the lead in that, but I do help with that. Uh, I want to be more engaged, you know, Okay. Uh, spend a lot of time here with my son, but there's, there's a lot that I want to do. I used to coach basketball and it, it really wasn't coaching. It was really just mentoring guys, you know, we'll play ball, but I really want to get in their head. Right. And, and right. talk about life. Uh, and that's something I want to continue to do uh, and just carve out time. And, and again, I was always using the excuse about my travel. I'm always traveling. I used to really be going from Monday to Friday. Uh, and the weekends are just resting and, and back out. But my, my schedule is a little better now. But I plan to do more. And uh, again, my fraternity, we do a lot. But I, it's something things, some things I want to do individually as well. Okay. okay. Hey, the only way you're going to water that grass is they got a timer on it. That could go so deep. Go. <laughs> Do they even know where the property line start and stop? <laughs> Half of the cats don't even know the lease that they got. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody read it. They just signed on the X's to get in. Same thing. That's how relationships see. My wife and I, we met, we talked on the phone for a month. We met. Uh, kicked it for a month and we got married. So yeah, you That's know, what what I, mean? I, I, I feel you. So yeah. and, man, and ain't nobody can lucky, say, man. huh? No, I wasn't lucky. I was in the right place, doing the right thing at the right time. Yeah. See, yeah. we gotta stop taking things and assigning yeah. it to loose to values like that. Give it to yeah. what it is to the universe, putting you where you're supposed to be, aka Yahweh or God, if you want to be under the Catholic Church. So listen, yeah. So listen, I met my wife uh, at at. Um, at my sister's salon. My sister's a hairstylist. And and I, it was one summer, I was transferring from one school to the next, and she was already at the school, North Carolina Central, and she just happened to be in the, just so, so happened to be in the, uh, at my sister's salon. And, uh, you know, she gave me her information, so when I came to Central, I could look her up. But uh, she ended up being, a, being a, not only one of my best friends, but my mom passed March 14th, 1990, she took me to the funeral. Mm. She took she took me to the funeral, and you know, I was like, "Yo, that's that's kind of special," you know. And I think she had come to my house a couple times, met my mom, loved my mom. Uh, mom was fifty six years young when she passed, but the thing was, uh, that meant a lot to me right there. So, and we were we were friends a long time before we became involved with one another. I mean, I mean, we were we were just cool like that, and. Um, but she, she, she was always there, always has been, still is. 
Uh, so that's, that's 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 what it's about. And I think it's important to be friends. You know, I think it's important. Good. Number one, yeah. you know, Number one thing. Yeah, right? gotta be friends. Yeah. Can't be enemies. Right, right. Yeah, you gotta know each other. You gotta know each other to be <laughs> friends, though. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying. Yeah, one of the yeah, things no, about, I'm sorry, in, in, the, in the chapter about communication, um, you need to be able to talk openly and honestly about things, you know, to be able to put it out there on the table, not in an aggressive way, but let's say, hey, hey, dear, can we sit down and speak? Can we talk about this? Can we talk about, first of all, you're awesome, everything, but then, hey, can, can we just do something about this? Can we watch it? And she could tell me, hey, can you make sure you clean up by yourself? I don't like when you spit in the, you know, this and, the, you know, whatever it is. And we need to be able to take it and receive it as opposed to when it comes out, ah, you, I mean, whenever you're fussing at me, I'm, I'm turned off, uh, you know. But if we can do it like that and be open and honest with each other and get that out, because uh, we don't communicate. And then once we do communicate, it's like we let that faucet go or that hydrant and it's just coming at you and I'm, I'm not really I'm I'm not even feeling whatever you're saying even if it's right I'm not even receiving it so that's one of the things that we talk about as well just being able to 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 be transparent and to be able to be honest without worrying about any retribution right um so yeah Okay, so can yeah. I ask you? I'm gonna ask you. I don't know. Uh, Battle and Max might know, but I want to ask. Go ahead. Go ahead. How did it feel, and when did you decide to tell your wife you cheated? Uh, oh, I felt bad, uh, and it wasn't that I decided. It was almost revealed, you know. Oh, one of them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was. It was. Uh, it was an awkward moment. She she got a call from somebody saying. Your, your your dude should should probably be dead because he's up in my house. Mm. Yeah, that type thing. I was one of them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, and I'm driving home. She already got the call, and I got to get there. Oh, so you've walked into the tornado. Okay. Oh, oh my Roger. F, that's an F5. You really, you, I mean, you had to, you had to come clean for real, for real. Yeah. And you know, you know, she always says, you know, she's been on her knees. She's a friend. So it was going to be revealed to her. Either right? way. You know? Yeah. So it was like, <laughs> When she said she's about to pray about something, I'm like, Lord. <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah. shotgun under but, her arm too. Like, oh Lord. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Passion crime, boy. That's it, 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 just like that. It can happen, man. You know. Anything in the dark will be revealed. Anything, you know, don't think that you're getting away with something. Yeah. Fact. Even if it's not revealed verbally, they know, man. They know. You know, and so, yeah, so uh, I mean, it was like total contrition when we, we finally got a chance to get it all out. And I had to just fess up and just let her know that it was a big mistake again, you know. Yeah. It was I like, know you was like okay. so yeah, had, I mean it felt so good, didn't it? She had every right to bounce. But go ahead. She said, uh bounce. he said frying pan in the head. <laughs> <laughs> he crashed. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking because the type of person that I am and my wife, uh, we're very honest with each other. We always have been. Um, there's been some issues. You know what I mean? Uh, I've never done anything, but there's been some issues. Mm -hmm. And I guess 
what I'm wondering is what is the perspective? See, I find you intriguing now because I, I, I've heard what you really, what your mindset works like, and I find that intriguing because it's similar. So um, I'm asking you these questions just really because I've been wanting to ask somebody. So you're yeah. it. <laughs> um, Chris, but, what you doing to me, man? You put me out here. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, go ahead, bro. <laughs> so, so when you when you had to tell, you know what I mean, because it came out. This is the thing when when you did it, you didn't have no intention of telling. It was just going to be something that you got off of because there was something. Typically, I found in psychology with people and sociological breakdown in relationships with that in that dynamic. It's typically because there's the, somebody feels like something was missing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, something dwindled or something was possibly never even really there. Mm -hmm. So depending on the persons involved in the scenario, it could make the one that has she can have 99 percent of the things that you want. But that one percent that she doesn't have could actually be worth 70 percent in your perspective. Sure. Like, you know what I'm no saying? Way. So it causes us to see what a what a crooked lens at, at times. So my question is, when did you realize was it something that you was you was feeling you was lacking? Was it? you that made you do it or was it something that she had done that made you feel a certain way and that was the way you just pushed it out like what was the what was the what it was me it was me totally uh, lust of the flesh lust of the eye pride of life uh, uh, listen it, it all boils down to there's something out here and so and I talk about this in the book about um, the slippery slope um you confiding with someone at work about your problems at home. And it's always someone that has that, that ear, that shoulder. They can listen to, oh, yeah, I understand. You know, yeah, maybe we should talk about it after work. Here, here's my, let's just talk. And, and it, it's just a slippery slope and it just goes that way. And you find yourself like just falling right into that. And, and that's what happened. And it was like, yeah, I'm not happy this day. Oh, I'm not happy either. You know, you, you know, and I just, you know, what I want to do, woe is me, and all, all my problems. And so then, make me feel better. Yeah, make me feel better. Yeah, I know what you're going through. I, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Let me help you. It's, it's, it's amazing how the only thing that help is is the physical thing. They they don't have conversations like the only thing that can help is a physical connection and so um no i didn't lack anything my wife has been my wife is beautiful she i mean that i lack nothing it's just greed it's just it, there's no other word for it than lust there was nothing that was lacking in my home period uh, it was just me that's why i can't blame anything on anyone else other than me and i've asked her to forgive me for that because um you know, and when we met, she she knew that. I mean, at, at, at North Carolina Central, what was there? The ratio was twenty two to one, female to male. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And right. And and um, you know, I was trying to help the population. Sensitive brother. You was looking out for the for the stability of the family and the. <laughs> Hey, I dig it. I can dig it. But, but no, um, with that, with that, you can miss the one you're supposed to be with. Because like I said, we were friends a long time ago. We were friends. I mean, we had apartments right down the street from each other. We could come to each other's 
apartment. She had a cousin and another friend, and I had a roommate, my boy Aaron, and then Kimio stayed with me, uh, Chris's brother. Uh, we could go in and out of each other's apartment and go in each other's refrigerator. I would borrow their car, keep their car, and they would have to come down and borrow it back from me. You know, it was like that. The village. That's <laughs> they borrow their car back. <laughs> And I yeah. have to think about it. Like, well, let me get the car. Hold on. <laughs> Don't give me my keys. It's mine. Well, work something for this car, man. Bingo. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but no. Uh, but she, she, she was steady. She was steady the whole time. Still has been. She's been literally. She's been a rock as far as how how things go. But no, it, it was there was nothing lacking. I'll say that it was. It was discontent on my part, just thinking that something was like it when it really wasn't. Okay, I can dig it. That's a great question. That's a great question, but no. I can dig it. Okay, okay. Answer it honestly. Again, I respect that. Yeah. For real. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and you can, let's talk about, um, the product, which is the kids. Um, how are they doing? You can talk about them, you know, what the things they're doing and, and also you can go into how the impact of what it's like when, when a couple splits and how it affects the children. Yeah, well, um, I've been blessed. Um, my daughter, Sydney, um, Sydney Sinclair, she's, uh, she's 26 and she, she's married now. She's been married since uh, August of 18. And she has a, a beautiful son by the name of Roman. Uh, and he's 11 months. He'll be uh, he'll be a year, uh, April 19th. So Sydney's amazing. She's a cosmetologist and, and she's an artist, an amazing artist, actually. Mm, yes. Uh, I wanted to get back to her work, but you know, since she's been married and taking care of her child, you know, she's kind of put motherhood first and and um, been been a wife, and mm. that's kind of she's been groomed to to do that and. Um, it's amazing. And um, so Miles uh, is 25. He uh, he graduated from North Carolina Central with a biology, I mean, at ECU, East Carolina, and just graduated with a master's in biomedical research. Ooh, um, get that money. Get yeah, that well, money, well, I'll tell you an interesting story about him in a minute. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's a free Pretty interesting. But so Miles um, just got married in November. So he married his one of his colleagues, a girl he dated in college. Uh, she's an engineer. Um, so he got married and they live in, in Virginia now. Um, and so and he's looking to go to med school. But prior to going to med school, he wants to uh, he wanted to see what his master's could do. What he, he wanted to do some research and some more stuff. So. Interestingly enough, uh, we've been having a conversation with him all last week. Um, he was offered a position at Urology of Virginia, and uh, they made an offer to him. And he, uh, he said, thank you, but he also made a counteroffer uh, because he knew what, his, what the rate was for, for that particular position, and they kind of had him low. Uh, and... Uh, <clears throat> They responded with, no one here is making what you're asking. We've been here 10, 12 years, and no one here is making what you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it wasn't outlandish, uh, I'll tell you that. But they rescinded the offer because of that. Um, so um, it's, it's interesting. Um, 
and they said they're going to go in a different direction or whatever, but it was just a little uh, shade they threw at him because he knows his worth, period, you know, and, and you have to know, and I, you know, I was, my wife and I were talking, I've talked to some of my friends about it, it was like, my first offer when I came out of college, I said, where do I sign? I, I didn't cover it. <laughs> and look, this, uh, transparency, 19, I graduated in 1992. I got a job in this place called Medville. It was like an insurance type thing where I was, it was a call center. $19,000. I said, where do I sign? 19000 I said, where do I sign? You know, and his, this position he was offered was significantly more than that, like a lot more. But I didn't have a master's in 93, you know what I'm saying? I, I, he, he had what he needed. Um, and he, and a matter of fact, in his email to him, he gave them the salaries from three different place, places, like zip, all, you know, so he's like, per this. Research right? done, yeah. Done, done. I mean, and and all he was doing was saying, can is it a possibility? He wasn't saying, I'm not taking no. it if you don't. He's just like, is it a possibility that we can, you know, come up? What, what? And it wasn't even the top of that. He was like, can we at least come to the bottom? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, the range, yeah. But, yeah I and, know about that and what I found out was the people that were interviewing him and everyone that was there, no one had an advanced degree like he did. Bingo. Oh. Bingo. Okay. So and, they were, yeah, that makes sense. Came in there I like the whole boss. Yeah, yeah. I don't like yeah. to play cards. I don't throw cards out there. I don't do that. But he was the only one that looked like himself there too. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. And so it was almost like, how dare you? Yeah, it's you gonna know? make more than everybody else. Right. In here. Right. Uh, not to mention that he's smart. Shit. Right. Right. More, more so that he's smarter. Yeah. They they, they couldn't do it. So you know it, it was tough. He was he was a little disappointed. She, my wife Chanel was like she got a call from him. He sounded a little, but. You know, I talk with him. He, he's fine, but hey, he would have been there and not been happy because the the environment was not where he would grow. Uh, and that's a learn. That's a you're gonna learn some lessons, right? If he had never counted, he would have never known that part, right? Yeah. So because again, I didn't know the counter, and that was one of the things I presented out to. You know, we had this Marco Polo chat. With my brother's about two hundred of us, and one of the things I, I put out there is. Were you ever taught to counter at an interview? You know, my interviews, well, I was told, be sharp, be on time, and be able to answer the questions. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I wasn't taught to, to have the dialogue. I mean, what about you guys? I mean, I, I just was like. I think, I think that's the difference between, you know, public education and, and getting the education from home. You know what I'm saying? When you, being that you already walked through it, he, he saw it. So he applying everything. I, I I see you work with him. So yeah. he's applying everything that you taught him. He he. That's a real life example to be able to counter. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You talking about the first job outside of college? You know what I'm saying? Like you said, we like where we shine. Right. He already he are. That's that. But see, that's that leg up when you got that 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 leadership there, or that mentor, or that father, that father figure to teach you or to show lead by example. You know what I'm saying? He has seen a. He saw a lot of between him and Sydney. They saw a lot of growth. They saw y'all come from you know the apartment lifestyle. You know, moving up the ranks, right. up to up to home ownership, up up to you know working for somebody to you know to now you get closer to you know doing your own thing. Now you're writing books. That's you know what I'm saying? So he he witnessing all this. You know what I'm saying? So that's the benefit of being able to to have that that father there to 
you know, to push you and lead by example because he watches, he's analytical. You know what I mean? So that yeah, that's I think you know he he can walk away from this situation. You know, if anything, you know, sky's the limit. You know, he, knowing that he can go in there and counter. Okay, he didn't get what he wanted, but like you say, he's not there and he's miserable. Right. right. You know. So so yeah. What y'all think? And yeah, and, and I just wanted to. I, I failed to mention my my last. Kyan is here. Kyan is uh, in the eighth grade. Uh, he's he's working. You know, he's homeschooled. Now. Well, not homeschooled. We did homeschool sitting in Miles for about three years. Uh, and then when it got to like chemistry and calculus, we were like, oh, time to go back to school. Yeah. helping us with that. <laughs> but, uh, but no, uh, Kyan is he's having remote learning right now. Um, and uh, he's, uh, he, he's, he's doing well, he's functioning well. And, uh, we, you know, we're glad to have him here, man. It's just amazing to see the growth. He and my daughter, Sydney, are like, you know, Sydney's like, she says that's her first son. You know, they, they talk every night before they go to bed. Man, they, I, I love the closeness that my, my, my children have. So that, that is, going back, that was important. You know, that was always important for me uh, to see the siblings get along, you know. Uh, there was a little, I would say, when, when Sydney got married, I think Miles was a little, he felt a little certain way because they they are 363 days apart. Mm. 363 mm. days apart. October mm-hmm. 26th of 94, October 24th of 95. So they were very close. Uh, and as Chris mentioned, when they were born, we stayed in an apartment in Durham. We moved to my wife's grandparents' house. All four of us were in one bedroom. They seen us go from there to an apartment. Uh, where they shared a bedroom to an apartment where they had their own bedroom to a home. And, and so they, and I was glad that they got to see the process, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can see that instead of us just having, having to set out and they didn't know that it took, you know, some, some work. And I tell them this, the only place you find success before work is in the dictionary. You know, outside of that, you got to put forth that work first before you see any success. That's just the way it works. Uh, and a lot of times we, you know, we're in a society right now. It's a microwave society. We want it right now. Oh, no one wants to. The microwave society. <laughs> yeah. Bingo. Instant gratification. You know, and uh, you know, it's half baked, right? It's not even good that way. It's not. It's, it's artificial heat. It's not even real. So you want it the right way. And so, yeah, that, I do think so. And one of my friends, Terrell, you know, my close friend, Terrell. Yeah. He grew up where his mom and dad went together. And he was always like wondering, you know, I mean, we, we talked a lot. He spent a lot of time at our house. We were, you know, we were like brothers. Uh, but that, that fracture, oh, and this is the other thing. His dad had another family. His dad got married. And so he was that other child, you know, because he stayed with his dad. But that stepmom let it be known that he was a step child, you know, yeah. that he wasn't with the rest, you know. Yeah, he was a family. Right, right. And, and, and that can fracture a child. That can affect a lot of things throughout their life, you know, um, their confidence, you know, just things like that. And so what I've, what I've always wanted to instill in my children is just that level of confidence, you know, in, in themselves. And, and so... I like to think they have that. So, oh, most definitely. 
Most definitely. So yeah, man, y'all definitely need to grab the book, man. Y'all, I let them hold it up one more time. <laughs>